It is Sunday afternoon on August 31st, and it is time for a world, Worlds of Books. Today we will be discussing The Devil Wears Prada by someone named Weisberger. Um, and as soon as I get near a microphone, I forget everything I wanted to say. So therefore, uh, Vicki, are you ready to give some information on her? Our author is Lauren Weisberger. She was born in 1977 in Pennsylvania. Uh, her mother was a school teacher, and her father um, became a mortgage broker shortly after she was born, which is kind of interesting. She was raised very um, conservative um, Jewish, which I found intriguing after reading um, some of what she had written. Um, she graduated from Cornell University with a major in English and then went backpacking through Europe and large parts of Africa and um, India, Hong Kong, <coughs> excuse me, and came back and went to work at Vogue. Um, she only worked there for about 10 months, left, worked for um, a couple of other magazines and PR firms and decided to start writing her own stuff. So The Devil Wears Prada, published in 2003, was her first book. I was um, surprised, actually. I thought it had been around longer than that. Um, it is widely assumed, and I couldn't find anything to validate this from the author's perspective, but... Um, that this book is at least partly bio, uh, autobiographical, um, giving giving herself uh, the the um, role of I'm going to do a Mickey now. <laughs> I can't remember the the main character's name. My mind has just gone blank. Anyway, uh, that person, and um, it's it's quite satirical. Um, it, it's meant to be um, poking fun at and, and sort of, I think, um, and this is partly my opinion and partly what um, I found that other people are thinking too, that um, she's trying to, to bring out some of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people are not aware of. Um, the book was made into a movie in 2006. In 2007, Fox bought the television rights. It was supposed to become a TV series and sort of disappeared. Um, her second book was published in 2005 and was expected to be a, a great success and was a major flop. Um, in... Uh, 2000, I don't know, there, there was another book in there which was another just disaster. It just didn't go anywhere. Um, Chasing Harry Winston, though, became a um, quite a, a hit, Was um, became another movie, uh, was published in various languages, uh, but it's... Um, it was only on the bestseller list for a short time. It just uh, it didn't. It, not, nothing has gone really well for her since the first book. Um, the sequel was published in um, 2013 and has so far 
not received the kinds of, of reviews that the first one did, but it seems to have uh, gotten better acclaim than um, than the intervening ones. Um, I don't know. Maybe she just kind of ran out of, of steam after that first one. Um, that is about it. Oh, she's married to a guy named Mike Cohen, or whatever that's worth, uh, as of 2008. And um, it does not seem to have an author website, so she's keeping an extremely low profile. And is it, isn't there a book, Mickey, called The, uh, the Devil Returns or something? Is, is that the sequel? The sequel is Revenge Wears Prada. I've read several of her books, and, um, um, well, I, I won't start talking till you guys are finished, Mickey and Vicki. Well, that's it, so go ahead, Joni. Let's see what you, um, what you thought about The Devil Wears Prada, and um, you can throw in Revenge if you want, I suppose, um, although since not everybody has read it, they might not know what you're talking about, but it's, they, they run together nicely. Well, I really love The Devil Wears Prada. I thought it was so ridiculous and so funny. And really, I liked it. I didn't know why people would subject themselves to uh, not eating, (laughs) uh, not, uh, you know, being so, so so disciplined. I know people do it. Um, I wish I could, but uh, um, that's not me. Um, And why she was just so uh, wanting to keep that job. I mean, she hated it so much. Uh, I I guess it was something she loved to hate, but I I really enjoyed the book. Revenge Wears Prada um, was just okay. It was, to me, as if she wrote that to use the um, success that she had had with the devil um, by stretching it out. Yet, it, it was okay. I don't know if I'd recommend it or not. Um, but I did love The Devil Wears Prada. I know nothing about the fashion world, and, um, and it interested me. And my sister read it, too. She loved it, too. Well, I might as well start uh, and uh, second it. Uh, I, I think they had cut the book in half. I think, I think the author made her point after a few of these uh, incidents that occurred. But I want to share with you that I talked to two ladies uh, who I have high respect for, my daughter-in-law and my friend, the bookkeeper. And my friend, the bookkeeper, worked for a a boss like that, she claimed, for 18 years. I said, why? Because I needed the money. I needed to survive. And finally, I broke from it. I'm I'm happier than I'd ever been in my life. And and my daughter-in-law said the same. I would take it for a year, you're telling me? I would do anything that woman wanted. And I asked my friend, the bookkeeper, how's your esteem doing lately? Did you have high esteem in the job? She says, yes, but I can't even believe it. I I just am astounded. I mean, I I know I took something very quickly 
when I was interviewed for my um, a teaching job that I got it when I got to Chatsworth, the, the health officer interviewed me because, you know, blindness is catchy. The district was worried that everybody would become blind, I guess. And uh, I was in the interview, and my dog starts squirming around. I might have told this story again, but I don't want you to forget it. Uh, and I said, oh, God, I hope he doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Not now, not now. And she says, I, I, after the interview, at the end, she says, I, I guess you noticed that your dog was moving around. Yeah, she says, because I was kicking him, because your students will kick him. I nearly slugged her. But I, had a, a single, uh, I was a single parent, had an eight-, seven-year-old kid, and I took a deep breath and said, thank you, and I left. But I never forgot it as long as I lived. So I guess everybody's got a point where you'll take anything. Well, I don't usually um, speak up this early because as um, one of the co-hosts, I think that other people should speak up first. But I had heard some um, tales about how many people didn't like the book, so I thought I would chime in here with Joni initially, and then we can go to the people who didn't. Um, I liked this book. I had fun. It was just one of those um, light reads. I didn't have to think too hard. There was some of it that I just I thought was just really, really funny. Um, I have read other things that uh, talk about these these crazy women, especially, although some men, too, who uh, just starve themselves in order to be rail thin because that's supposed to be so uh, perfect for displaying clothing and things. How unrealistic is this, you know? Um, but I just, I found it really just a, a fun, light read, so I immediately um, grabbed uh, Revenge Wears Prada, and I, as Joni said, it was okay. It wasn't uh, fabulous. It wasn't something. I I, I felt the same way that uh, Joni did. That she kind of grabbed the success from the earlier one and tried to expand it a bit, and it just didn't flow as well um, as as the earlier one. Uh, but I I thought that uh, the one that we read for today was was um, just something to to um, read for for fun. Hey, uh, I I enjoyed it pretty good. I mean, it I'm kind of like Bob. It, it it was just a little long. I thought it, it could have been half of what it was, and you know, I mean, I didn't have a hard time finishing it, but I wouldn't have had any any inclination to read the sequel because I thought she kind of was a little long in the tooth on the on the topic in the first one so uh but you know uh, uh i i get real frustrated with those kind of stories though because i wouldn't put up with that kind of that kind of crap from anybody and uh 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 now i realize you know different strokes for different folks you have to you have to do what you have to do but uh i i, I would have i would have stayed in the job like that probably uh till it happened one time and then i would have then i would have just gone out and found other work and uh and and just left it off the resume and just not tried to explain the the time because uh I, you know i don't i don't put up with folks like that but uh it was it was entertaining and, and, and like i said it was it was entertaining but after about the 10th episode of her doing the same stuff over and over and over again it just i just thought it got a little long but uh uh i thought the movie the movie was probably a little bit better i thought because the movie seemed like it interjected some more 
uh, some more things that weren't in the book and uh, covered a little bit more of the characters, I thought, because uh, I mean, I, I, some of the gay characters I thought were very interesting and stuff and, 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 and could have been expounded upon. But uh, uh, I got a little tired of, uh, of uh, Andrea and her, her roommate. I can't remember the roommate's name. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I, it wasn't a struggle to get through it. I just thought it was a little long. Thanks. Well, I um, I couldn't do it. Uh, I am not at all interested in the world of fashion. Uh, I certainly would understand if you don't. I, I I feel if you don't like the job, don't don't take it. Don't do it. Um, I lived uh, uh, very happily uh, uh, doing the job I loved as a pianist musician. And got a lot of satisfaction out of it, but I I can't imagine somebody deciding to work for a year, uh, no matter what. Um, and uh, after two hours, I could not continue reading it. It just wasn't my kind of book. And uh, if I can't get into a book after two hours, uh, then I can't do it. So, that's uh, my connection with Prada. Let me really quickly add, because others want to speak. In the movie, I take it, my friend, I couldn't go to the end of the movie, I couldn't take it, uh, that she and Alex are going to go back together. Is that the, That's probably the producers in the movie, you know, that she and her boyfriend are going to get married or go back together at the end. It's implied. Uh, I guess we're talking to the people that didn't like the book, and I wouldn't. If it wasn't for this group, I would not have read it. I'm not interested in fashion. Uh, I don't know. People seem to be focusing on either the the uh, the, the dieting and starvation and the uh, the uh, the queen of mean. There, it reminds me of that hotel lady in New York, the the the, the boss who enjoyed needling or abusing her her staff. And I I think that. She should have quit long, long before that. And even if it is a, she could louse up her whole profession. That's what she was worried about—not just that job, but losing, other, getting other jobs after that. And thing. But I reread it just before this this morning, just because I couldn't remember uh, much about the book. And it's it's pretty well read, written, and uh, I, I might. It's a good book, but I wouldn't. I think it could have been covered in just a, a very short story. Well, uh, I'm going to be one of the ones who didn't like it. Um, I thought it was um, very repetitious. I thought the characters were ill-drawn in that they were either really nice or really rotten. <clears throat> rotten. And I, um, I felt that that uh, what I learned about the fashion industry wasn't something I was particularly interested in. Uh, I read about three hours and said, I don't know, it's going to be hard to finish this, but I will because I knew I'd be leading, partially leading the discussion. So I pushed myself to finish it, but I class it as one of the few really wastes of time but I do think that it would have made a good movie. In fact, I think it would have made a better movie than a book. 
yeah, people tell me the movie's better, you know, and as you heard why I didn't stay with it. Uh, and I don't care about fashions. And Bob's absolutely right. I go, yuck. And, and Andrea didn't care about fashions. She wanted to write for The New Yorker. Where I lost her, I thought Andrea was cute, you know, sort of, okay, till she wouldn't go home when Lily was near death, right? She really wouldn't until Miranda uh, really bugged her at the end, you know, looked through her at this audience, and finally she went home. But she was going to, she, she told her in the limousine, I'm not going to go. I'm committed to this job. Oh, she touched her hand and said, Andrea, I will recommend you for the New Yorker. But her friend Lily, whatever you think of Lily, was was dying. She, we didn't know if she was going to live. Well, she did, and all that stuff that was contrived and not, you know, she had to live. But the point is that I said, Andrea is as phony as they are. She she always says they're phony, and then she did go into fashions to play the game because they they looked at her. You got to get dressed better, and I never, I didn't understand in the interview, the first interview. Miranda stared at her for three minutes. Lily walks out and says, I've got the job. How do you know? How, I guess eye contact, is that good? Because Andrea didn't, I mean, Miranda did not say she had the job. She got it. But she she went out of there, and, and Alex, what do you, I think Alex said, as I remember, what do you mean you got the job? It sounds like you didn't get it. No, I got it. Well, I don't think this was my favorite book that I ever read. It was, I started, we started reading, I, I started wondering, you know, keeping with it to kind of find out how it was all going to come together or how it was all going to end. But uh, I know nothing about the fashion industry, and frankly, it's not something I'm going to ever be into. I'm more the, uh, you know, I was more dressed kind of the way she, you know, when she'd put on sweats and things like that. But uh, I do know how it is to have a boss that's, almost it can be difficult to work with or difficult to work for. And um, why she put up with as much as she did, I really don't know. But she had some things, too, that she wasn't exactly on target for. She was always trying to elongate her trips to the coffee place and and to the when she had to go out and get food. And she'd purposely make telephone calls to her her, uh, you know, friends and various things. So she, it wasn't all their fault either. They had every right to expect that when they asked her to do something that she would do it in a timely manner, which she often did not or usually didn't. But uh, I just felt that uh, some of these other characters, I don't, this Lily, uh, you know, she was like a full-blown alcoholic and was, Though they were good friends and everything like that, but I don't know if I'd have gone home for her either. Uh, I certainly wouldn't have my parents or something if one of them had been, you know, ill. But uh, it just, and and then the boyfriend, he almost was too good to be true. This Alex was, you know, a teacher and was telling, you know, and he got fed up with some of the stuff that she was pulling and, you know, blaming it on work and you know, being out all night and breaking in, uh, dates and various things. And uh, that crazy man that wanted to invite her to all these parties and things, I, I just didn't see much redeeming about him. Uh, but I thought, too, it did kind of go on, you know, and was repetitious. And maybe the book, the movie was better. I don't know. But uh, it was kind of so-so. I, I wouldn't have read it probably if, 
we hadn't read it here. Hello, Ginny. Welcome. Uh, it says you're without Mike. Is that true? And if so, I think you know how to leave a message. Hi, Jenny. You hit F8. You probably know it. Write something and enter. One of us could read it. And as Ruth Ann said, if it hadn't been for this group, um, I, I have to agree. I, I don't think that I would probably have chosen to read the book either. And um, that has been true for several of the things that we've read. And that's one of the, the things I like about this group because, um, and, and that's one of the, the um original criteria Mickey and I had when we talked about this. We want to get people reading things they wouldn't normally read, and sometimes it's going to be good, and sometimes it's going to be absolutely awful, and we've read some of both. So. <laughs> yeah, and leading into it, I hope you ladies can give, I don't know if you can, can give us a book for October, simply so I'll be ready for it. I, had you not delayed this, or had we not, well, the site did, went down, I probably wouldn't have finished. I worry that I wouldn't have finished it by that time, and I probably wouldn't have come in because I didn't read it. And I, I don't like to go in when I haven't read it because I can't shut up for 55 minutes or an hour. And if I have, haven't read it, I'll make a fool of myself. You know, it's good to read books that you normally wouldn't have, but are we any better off having read it? This is, is another question, and this one I, I, I kind of question. <laughs> well, Bob Acosta, I remember... When I read this book, I told you about it, and I think maybe you started, and I read it way back, I think when it, I'm not sure if I read it on Bookshare or if I read it um, on Bard, but I, I really thought it was so good, and I, I don't know if you started it, I think maybe you did start it, Bob, and you did not like it, and you said, oh, that's not my kind of book, blah, 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 and then... Now that it came up for um, World of Books, you did read it, and you kind of liked it, and you thought it was funny. So, um, and it was. I mean, it, okay, it, it's not the perfect book. It's not the perfect read. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I believe that I uh, thought, as many of you did, that it was a little bit long. Revenge Wears Prada. Uh, she just milked that. That was way, way too long. But the devil, um, I, I did really, you know, it, it had a place in my um, in my reading. A light read. No, it's not the best book I ever read. Um, but uh, but I'm glad that I sort of converted you, Bob, so that you ended up liking it. One thing I thought was kind of curious uh, uh, after getting through the book was after all all those people had said to her, well, you knew right off the bat when everybody said a million girls w would die for this job, th that it had all kind of problems with it whenever you hear a line like that. But I thought it was awfully uh, curious, and, and I appreciated the irony that in the end, it wasn't that she had worked I mean, indirectly it was that she had worked for the woman, but the woman, uh, Miranda, did nothing to help her further any kind of writing career or get any other jobs and stuff. It was the fact that everybody else in the industry hated her like, like Andrea did that was kind of what led to her other positions, which I, which I thought was kind of, uh, I kind of appreciated the irony of that. And, uh, uh, I mean, she, she could have done that and gotten that, uh, ridden that wave after just uh, a couple of months, probably. 
but uh, I thought that was uh, I thought that was kind of uh, 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 ironic. And interestingly, she was not poor. Her father was a psychiatrist. The mother was well. I'm not saying that she should just live off of them, but she did use their credit cards. This was not a poor girl who said, "I'm off the streets. I have no choice." My daughter-in-law might be there. The other girl I talked about wasn't poor. It's not rich, but she took it anyway. But my point is that this is not a poor girl, so it's her choice. So uh, I'm supposed to feel sorry for her when she she could. She's a good writer. She she obviously was getting freelance jobs. Loretta had worked there and was sympathetic, and that gave her a shot a little bit. But uh, I don't think she learned anything from Miranda except how to go get Sundays. And I I don't know. Are uh, what about the labor board, Don? You're pretty good with that. Do you hire a guy to make him your slave? Do you just say, okay, you take care of my kids, do their homework, run around? Um, incredible. I mean, there, she had, and even her father, uh, Alex said, I think of Alex, and he was too good. He was very good. And he told her, you, ha- you haven't got time for any of us. You know, your life is swallowed in this. Your, your girlfriend is sick. Uh, you know, we, and your parents and I are there all the time and you're not there. You know, you're not there for any of us. And uh, was it, I could see in the, at the end of a year of Andrea said, I guarantee the New Yorker will take you. But I'm going to be a really tough boss in the area of fashions, and, and I'll let you write. I want you to grow in this company. But she had her as a slave. I'm done. I can't take that that part of it. I I thought it was a little much to uh, when when Miranda wanted her to go and help out with the with the children or um, run errands at all hours and drop things off at her apartment at the end of the day. But I I didn't. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I missed something. I didn't get the feeling that we were really supposed to feel sorry for her. I had the feeling that we were supposed to see how absolutely idiotic some people are um, about hanging on to something that really, you know, is this necessary? And 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 is this? Um, all you're doing, really, all she was doing and the other people in that office were doing, um, were they were um, they were enabling Miranda to be an absolute obnoxious whatever. Um, and and, and <laughs> she was. And everybody let her get away with it. Okay, I disagree. I thought there's only one one word that really fits what I felt she was doing through the whole book, and that's kvetching. She she just complained and complained and complained. She might have done it in a in a light way, but it's like if you if 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 all you hear about something is the terrible job, you're not going to laugh at it. You're going to think it's you know, time for her to get out. She was just whining all the time. Yes, she was. Um, I have to tell you that I didn't reread the book. So, and I read it a long time ago, but um, that's right. She was fetching, and she was complaining, and she was whining. And you wanted to shake her and and say to her, leave the job, or stand up to Miranda. And Miranda probably would have, she probably would have kept the job had she stood up to her. But um, some people really like being the victim. And I think that 
that was one of the things that she did like about herself. And wearing those shoes, oh my God, what were they, seven-inch heels or something. But I read this book quite a while ago, so I don't remember. I don't remember it as well. I should have reread it, but I genuinely don't do that. So that's my story. But she did at the end. Somebody said, I don't remember who here, she should have stood up to Miranda. She did. I mean, it was glorious. The whole world cheered when she said, uh, you know, the the F word in you. She did. And what happened? <laughs> Gone. And you notice Miranda had no friends. You never saw Miranda. She was in glistening parties, but people hated her, but they had to go. But Miranda, and it was stated in the book there, that Miranda has no friends. And But she did do that. And she marched out because she knew it was over. There was no, oh, that's okay, uh, Andrea, I'll, I'll forgive you. Go home, and I'll let you come. You come back. You stood up to me. Oh no, Miranda, we aren't really analyzing her. She's she's just crazy. No, I, I didn't feel sorry for Andrea at all. I mean, you know, she. It's like my parents used to always say, uh, "You made your bed, and I lie in it." And, you know, it was, I mean, she obviously. I mean, she had her own agenda. I mean, she was doing. She had a reason for doing what she was doing. So, uh, I mean, she. She was kind of manipulative herself. You could kind of tell during some of the scenes that, uh, you know, she would spend stuff to, you know, to, to make her look better on on stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, so you know, I, I didn't I didn't feel any sympathy sympathy for her at all. I mean, it's her decision. She could have gotten anything. That's like others have said. It's not like she was destitute. She uh, she had other 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 uh, avenues uh, available to her, and she chose to stay in the job. So. Uh, uh, you know, whatever comes of it, she she was responsible. I'm a, I'm on a roll here. I'm sorry. I just have my finger on the control key. But and she also taught us to scam the company, right? You know, get get thirty dollar things on coffee every day. I like okay, the poor homeless. I'm totally sympathetic, you know. Uh, but she also the long car rides. Uh, she got hurt. She got she finally was fed up with uh, with Miranda. And the accountants don't care, and she ripped them off, as employees will do sometimes. Yeah, that's that's true. And the, the as far as you know, her kind of ripping off as far as everything was concerned, she made it very clear when she didn't like to do things. And I think Miranda made a point of uh, you know we all get asked on, on jobs to do different things that maybe it wasn't what we wanted to do, but. You know, sometimes you do them. Now, I thought that uh, asking her to straighten out the passport situation with the children, that really was something that uh, she probably could not do. Um, I don't think you were going to be telling the uh, U.S. government that we want this straightened out uh, so that the kids can leave the country today and go. I I think that uh, they finally gave her something to do that was probably something she couldn't expect to succeed at. And also the way she was treated in Europe when she went over there with um, with uh, Miranda was, I, I mean, when you go into a meeting, you are, I would hope not to have to stand at the back of the room just waiting for Miranda to do whatever she was doing. And then she, Miranda was supposed to get this award and about halfway through the presentation, she says, nobody told me about this. I'm leaving. And, and, she, and the, the girl said, uh, Andrea said, well, what, uh, 
who's going to accept the award? Oh, do it. I don't care. And she, you know, did whatever she did. But uh, it just is so much of this was such trivia. It, you know, was was that way. It, it was so, yeah, she did do a lot of complaining. And that, I think, is maybe if she hadn't, we wouldn't have had this book. She also took ripped them off thousands and thousands of dollars worth of clothing and what she couldn't wear she'd give away. And you don't do that no matter how you feel. I mean, she was a crook. That might be a way of paying her under the counter. I, I don't, but that, that doesn't make sense. She ripped them off, I think. Yeah. Sorry, try that again. We couldn't hear you, but start over. I was having a cross-conversation here. Huh? I, I forgot what I said. I'm sorry. Well, I started to say that um, she got a lot of clothes and... Uh, other people said, take them. Uh, nobody else is, they're just going to be tossed. So, take them. If I remember correctly, you've got to forgive me, gang. I I didn't read the book since I read the book several years ago. So, when I say things that are wrong, it's because I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you're correct, but it wasn't the boss that said take them. It was other people that said, oh, you know, go ahead and take them, you know, and so forth. Uh, and she did. And so, yes, Miranda was terrible to her. But she could see in her heart, hey, I got a wardrobe. I drove in limousines. I think Eduardo was a complete jerk. That wasn't funny to me, that she had to sing these songs. Half of them I didn't know. But when the ice cream's melting or whatever, he's he just he's using her as a sex object. He's just looking at her. They should have fired that jerk, in my opinion. Okay, this is my generation, I guess. Young people would think it's cute. I didn't think he was cute. And then the other girl takes over, the towering, giant, six-foot, 100-pound woman, and she's ready to cry. You know, She has to keep singing the songs to get in. I think it's incredible, especially when they shared the building with other with bankers. Did the bank president have to sing a song to Eduardo also? Yeah, I, I thought that the... Um Yes, she definitely was taking advantage of things, um, and so were other employees. And I, I don't know. I thought that part the the part of the point of that was to um, emphasize how little control Ms. Controlling Miranda really had over what was going on with um, with with the people under her. She thinks that she's in charge of absolutely everything. She runs their their, their lives from morning to night and all through the night even, and yet she was she paid no real attention to the minutiae of, of the day-to-day stuff. Um, and that security guard, yeah, no, he, he needed to go. That was, that was way out of line. I, I just re- remember again that, that, you know, that clothing at the end, $36,000 worth of clothes, I don't know how she accumulated that much, but... That she was sold. That that that's just incredible. I'm gonna take a stab at trying to read. Jenny Jenny typed some stuff up in the uh, the text area, and y'all just bear with me. I'm gonna try to read it. it says I just tu- I just tuned in, and I am a minority opinion, and that I really liked it. Her other, hang on a second. Let me turn my screen read. I really liked it. Her other books are to me not that gr- not that good this subculture of fashionist 
was fascinating and kind of awful in its superficiality and so on, but the author was trying a first job out of college and tolerating some of this stuff for that reason. She was really a fish out of water. Her boss accused her, you don't care about clothes. So she was refreshing. I'm not sure I got that right. It was kind of a look at a different world. I agree with that. I just found it funny at times as is as in Who Are You? The Starbucks fairy when she gifted oh yeah, gifted that to the homeless guy. So I think that's the gist of it. Sorry. It's getting harder and harder to read, but uh, that's my best shot at it. Sure, and on this list, it's been stated before, we have people that like some books and we have people that don't, and I respect your opinion as well as I respect Joni's on that, because Joni read it, and that impresses me. I'm very glad. Um, But um, I guess what bugged me is when I was teaching, one of the girls came to me after school. The girls were talking. They were in my room. They said, you know, Mr. So-and-so, the government teacher, Makes when I come in late, says I'll I'll erase the tardy. She had large, uh, you know what, and and I'll I'll erase the tardy if you jump up and down in front of me twenty times. And I said, first of all, I, I hope you'll talk to your counselor or somebody about this is terrible. And secondly, what did you do? She says I didn't jump. I took the tardy. I says good for you, but you shouldn't have to take that from anybody. Couldn't a teacher be suspended for that? Um, I think, Ginny, I don't know if you heard about half of us really liked it and the other half really didn't. So that you're you're in uh, you're you're probably tip the balance toward the one who do, ones who do. If you like, uh, you know how the rich people live in the fancy forms. There, you can read these Stone Barrington mystery stories. They're easier reads, I think. Um, when I read this, I had never been to Starbucks. And always thought, um, who would spend this kind of money for a cup of coffee? Well, a couple of years later, my cousin took me to Starbucks and bought me a cup of coffee. Well, I thought it was wonderful. And I said, oh, we should go there more often. Well, she had treated me. And I said, I'll treat you the next time we go. But she loves Starbucks coffee. I haven't had any for a long time. But um, it's funny how your attitudes can change when you don't know about something and then you find out that, hey, this isn't bad, but, you know, I'm not really going to go and buy cups of Starbucks coffee all the time. Yeah, I understand. But Andrea spent $30.85 every day at Starbucks. And I like, you know, the homeless and Benji the whole deal there, but um, it wasn't her money. Okay, um, I think we're kind of be repeating what we 
have already said, and I wonder if it's time to, A, uh, pick a book for October, and B, tell you our plans for next year. Vicki? Yes, it sounds as though we're just we're starting to, to repeat ourselves, so um, maybe we should pause here for just a moment and see if anyone has anything new or different um, to say about uh, the book, The Devil Wears Prada, and then we'll move on to um, the other stuff we have to deal with. The time certainly does go quickly, and um, I am... I have to tell you guys, I am really pleased uh, at the discussion we had today because um, I had had uh, the impression that, boy, nobody really liked this book and it was just going to be, oh, nope, nobody likes the book and that was going to be it and <laughs> we'd end up with 10 minutes and that at the end. So um, I think this was a, a, a good discussion. Um, as... Many, most, maybe all of you know, um, our next meeting will be September 21st, which is the third Sunday in September, and we will have as a guest author Blake Crouch. We read his book, Pines, back in hmm, the spring. <laughs> I, I don't remember which month. Um, and some of us have read other books of his, so... Um, if you are planning to be there, please at least kind of review something so that um, you can remember a character's name or, or whatever. And uh, we will welcome him and um, try to get him to open up about some of the things he's done and maybe tell us about some of the things he's planning to do. Who knows? And um, so, Mickey, um, you want to talk about October a little? Well, we talked about three books. We talked about, they're all um, series, one being Linda Barnes' uh, Carlotta Carlisle series. I don't know the name of the book, but of course we can find it. If uh, Probably Vicki has it. She's, got, she's so well organized, it's amazing. Um, the second one is Linda Fairstein, the first of her series. The third being... James Patterson uh, and his women's murder book, uh, women's murder club series. Uh, feedback, anyone? Well, I'd like to say a couple of things. I can't find really the only books that I found by Blake Crouch. I found a book called Sunset Key. Um, I can't find Wayward which is the sequel, I think, to Pines. And it's very discouraging. I mean, I saw all these different crouches on Bookshare, and but only the one book, Sunset Key, by Blake. Uh, I want to read more of his books, and some of, the, some of them sound really good. Of course, uh, some of us read Abandon in the Mystery Book Club, but... Uh, I would like to find some more. Um, I don't belong to Audible. And um, anybody have some ideas? Well, this is Audible, but they have the whole. There's a whole series with the Pine book. Apparently, I I haven't downloaded them or anything. But I had an email f from them for some reason that's telling me that he was there with the the Pine series. Yeah, I read all three in Audible. 
Let me see if I have them right. Ruthann can correct me. Pines is in Bard, on Bard. Wayward Pines is on Bard, I believe. The last town is not. That's the final. That so far, anyway. He 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 uh, leaves it possible for a series to keep going. You know, the last town. But I've got to remember these things, and it would help somewhere if our hostesses, when they write a newswire, kind of put some of the characters and what they did again to remember. I don't remember. I had we, Ruth and I spent an hour remembering the wife's name, Ter- uh, Teresa. And then there was the daughter of uh, Pilcher. Was it Lisa? I'm not sure. You know, I, you tell me to review, but I barely got the books done. I don't know that I'll be able to review. But those are the three I remember. Two of them are on Bard, I believe. No, I can't find Wayward or Wayward Pines or whatever it's called. I can't find any other books of his on Bard. Okay, one, you've read Pines. That's going to be a big up. Let me go look because I thought... The second one was on Bard. I, as I say, I read them on, on uh, Audible. So. But I thought, I, I went up and looked for Wayward Pines, and there it was. Alan's probably looking right now. Yeah, Alan is looking right now, but unfortunately Bard's burping again right now. So uh, I hope they'll get this search thing fixed. They, uh, this is recurring way too often. So uh, I just did a search on Crouch, comma, Blake in quotes uh, with everything spelled correctly and got zero hits. So it's, uh, I thought I had seen a post on the bar talk list earlier today that somebody had said it was acting up again. So apparently it is. It is. I was trying to find Lee Childs today and you can't get child comma Lee and it wouldn't come up. It's, I had to go through the authors, uh, you know, look under author and that doesn't work that well either. There's too many names on there. Yeah, I did work uh, an hour and a half ago, and I thought it was my computer, but then I got away. And No, it, they do that. I'm, we're repeating here, as people don't want us to. But uh, anyway, he's there, and what, what one doesn't know, you know, like you're probably not going to read Last Town, but some of us have. And uh, the big thing is the review and what he says. He's the star anyway. Um. I would like to go with the Linda Fairstein books. I've never read anything of hers, and I've always wanted to, and somehow I haven't. But she's supposed to be very good. Um, so I would, I would go with that. I was going to say uh, I've never read any of those James Patterson's uh, uh, women's murder mystery ones either. So, But, yeah, I, I'm easy. I'll, I'll read anything. But uh, I have been interested in... At least try one of those. I, I, I doubt I'm going to end up reading the whole series, but uh, uh, I am interested in trying those. The Women's Murder Club is a police procedural with Lindsay Boxer out of San Francisco. I've probably read a lot of them. I'll read whatever. I don't know this Linda Fairstein. If she's great, I, I don't care, you know, But because uh, I've read uh, Lindsay Boxer. I'm madly in love with her. I've read all the Women's Murder Club books. Um, they're... They're good. They're exciting. Um, I've liked them because, well, I keep going back to them when a new one comes out. Um, I guess some are better than others. Uh, Yeah, I guess I would recommend them. There are 13 now. Um, I don't think of 14. I think he puts out a Women's Murder Club book every year. Alan, I just finished High Heat by Lee Child, by the way. That was pretty pretty good. 
he's got a new one coming out either the first or second week in September. The I think it's called Personal, the latest Jack Reacher book, so I'm watching Audible for it. Now, Personal 19, I've already pre-ordered it. Yeah, I think the first book that we were reading with, uh, it was called Pines. The second book was called Wayward. Uh, the city was called, this contrived city that he made was called Wayward Pines. But uh, I, I, too, am interested in seeing what the author has to say because, uh, you know, to have him, oops, it's going to be interesting. What was a mining town story? Yeah, I mean, I think I read that years ago. Yeah, the abandoned a mine, gold mine up in there in Colorado, and they locked everybody in, and people were starving. I don't remember much about it, but it was good. Some didn't like it, and some called it suspense and not mystery. Remember we talked about it? We did read it. Oh, I thought the abandoned was really, really good. Okay, well, it's wrapping up. Our ladies are excellent at bringing out the best of the authors. I'm not worried about it. We'll have a lot of fun. I hope you can get a nice crowd um, in here. This is summer right now for this, and not the time we usually meet. And uh, we'll do our best to get our friends in there who are going to really enjoy it. And Jenny, get a microphone. You always have something good to say. And Michelle was pushing it today on the DB list, I think. Something. Anyway. No, she was pushing fall classics. But they, she, she, I'll try to see what they're doing. Because they're really good. Sherry and Michelle are excellent readers. So we'll get some of our friends in here who are going to be constructive. Shall we get back to picking the October book? Well, the first, Linda Fairstein, would, and she uh, features a um, New York, uh, gosh, uh, defense, um, not, not defense attorney, um, ADA. Uh, district attorney, that's the word I want, um, named Alex Cooper. The first one is called Final Jeopardy, and it is on Bard, um, and I believe it's also on Bookshare, so um, if we want that. Well, I think you've heard our views, and I think if you guys want to read that, what's wrong with that? I, I, I think I don't know Linda Fairstein, so I'm not going to speak against her, and if you guys have, re have read her and thought she's great, we know James Patterson. He's all over the place. Does a book a month, I think. Uh, and so, if you like that one, uh, uh, Vicky and Mickey and company, uh, do it. Yeah, I vote for Final Jeopardy if the main character is an assistant district attorney. I mean, that that'll be good. So, uh, let's do that. I agree. I vote for Final Jeopardy, also. Okay, we well, got it. Then, uh, Vicky, you want to talk about uh, the coming year, or or do you want me to talk about the coming year, or what is your Pleasure. Um, the book number for Final Jeopardy is DB42441. For those who uh, want to download it from Bard, 42441. And, uh, well, yeah, might as well um, introduce 2015. Well, okay. Uh, Vicki has decided that she's got too much on her plate. There's just, she's she's heading in many different directions due to you know, what's really holding her back is that she's working. Isn't that a crock? But uh, she she's, feels that she needs to back off from Worlds of Books. However, she will be attending once in a while. I have asked Alan if he will be the uh, co-host because I don't want to do it by myself. And Alan has graciously accepted. And uh, so we're going to have, to have a, a new... Um, some new ideas, we hope, 
And uh, we also need to know what people want. Again, I've, I've discussed this before, and uh, everyone is indicating to me that they are too busy to read a book that doesn't impress them in the first two sentences. And I mean, most people don't do it quite that soon, but, you know, it, it's really disheartening when you pick a book and then you you read the book because someone wants to read it and you read it because because you have to lead a discussion and then find out nobody's read it. Um, I, I would like to know if people are booked out. Are we reading too many books? Are we members of too many uh, book clubs? Was this just a, a flash in the pan? I mean, we have eight people here, but three of them are Prayans, and two of them are Acostas. You know, so uh, what, what is the feeling of the group? Well, first, I want to thank Vicki for working very well and doing a great job in leading the discussions. She did a great job. I know Alan will do a good job working with Mickey. These are winners. It is my view that if there's, you play to the house. If there's five, you can have a fantastic discussion. If there's 100, you won't, okay? I mean, we've had groups where there's 25, and some people say, let so-and-so interpret the book for us. And I'm sitting there, why the heck do I have to listen to that? What are the rest of us, chop liver? You know, um, so it's, it's the good discussion. I will not add any more book clubs to Accessible World right now. We're booked out. People are not in other clubs or in telephonic clubs. I, I love to read. I feel... Um, not stress, because I've told myself that, like my dear friend Pat Price, if you haven't read the book, don't go in. That you've got good hosts, you've got good people that will do the job. You know, that's why you chose them. And if you go in, shut up and just lurk. That's hard for me. But uh, so anyway, I don't know how to help you with the type of book. I, I'm an action guy. I don't want to read 200 pages while the British policeman looks at the stars. But then the book does move eventually. So. I'll try to cooperate. I'll try as hard as I can to read the books that you give. You guys are great. They're meaningful, very meaningful and adult discussions. So I don't think I can help you, though, in the kind of book I want. I, th I think, um, Bob, you made a good point there. It doesn't matter really how many people as long as we have a good discussion. And we've had a good discussion with as few as three or four people, and we've had some kind of – Gee, is this going anywhere with uh, eight or ten? So, um, uh, you know, um, what uh, I think Mickey's asking for is just some suggestions. Um, since all of us here are avid readers, we all read a lot. We all read a, a diverse bunch of things. Um, you know, uh, suggestions. What have you read lately that you'd like to talk about? You'd like to hear other people's thoughts on um that's that's the way we've come up with a lot of the things that we have suggested and some of them have fallen flat <laughs> remember the odyssey <laughs> and some of them have been just really they've they've opened up some really really good discussions um and i have read books because of this group that i would absolutely never have chosen for my my own reading purposes uh, and some of those authors I'll never get near again, and others I just I grab everything I can get hold of. So um, it, it, you know, um, but we do need input so that um, the hosts aren't 
having to try to come up with something completely on our own. Um, we need ideas, too. Well, I enjoy the Odyssey myself, so, but, uh, I, I mean, I, I think the, what we just need to do is, as y'all have done, just always keep it open and, and uh, I mean, I'm not trying to get off the hook and stuff, but I don't ever want to be one that just is supposed to have the book and I sign it every week. It's a lot more fun when everybody, you know, gives gives ideas and stuff. That's how I'm learning on this because I, I, I'm bad about reading the same kind of stuff over and over and over again. So it's, uh, you know, I'll do my best to try to, like, cull, uh, like, New York Times bestseller lists, stuff like that, and just try to keep uh, my finger on what's what's playing and pop culture and stuff. But then there's a lot of stuff that's that's still good that's, you know, may not be currently popular. So. That's why it's good to have uh, uh, people giving ideas when we have these discussions at the, end of, at the end of each of these meetings. And as long as everybody's, you know, we have a bunch of good readers and stuff, we should be able to do that. Well, real quick, when you put it that way, Vicky, I, I understand a little. I'm a, I'm, but I'm going to shock you. I'm a Count of Monte Cristo guy. I'm a Les Miserables guy. I'm a, I could, I want to broaden my classical reading, but not the Odyssey. Only Alan liked it. But something that it's, it moves along. I mean, you know, crime and punishment. Yeah, we read them in college, but that was a hundred years ago. Huckleberry Finn. What's wrong with that? We're doing a, well, Of course, they're doing it with the fall classic, so I don't want to upstage them. But, um, but the, you know, Mark Twain. Some of these, we have some great authors that we can we can tap. Then you get to Nora Roberts and those guys. You know, uh, there you go. Most of the classics are so long that we hesitate to. Um put them into a, you know I suppose we could say a few months ahead well we, we'd like to read War and Peace I, w- I wouldn't do that to you by the way but um, we'd, we'd have to give extra time uh, which is why we have sort of shied away from them but I am I thought Les Miserables was which I uh, was one of the best books I've read well we'll just keep plowing along and um, it, it's it's working, so we're set for um, September and October at this point, and we'll move on from there. Did you say the uh, the the final Jeopardy number was four two four four one? Because I just searched it and uh, on my phone, and it, it's not coming up. So Bard really is down, but I just want to double check that number again. That's what I wrote down here. Um, hang on, and I will double check it because Bard's not working. I went to the Cleveland. Um, site to get it. Well, I'm sure that's right then. I, I was just double checking. So if that's what you wrote down, I'm sure it's right. And I'll just maybe they'll, maybe they'll fix Bard again next week and it'll stick this time. And if this one goes good next month, don't forget keep trying to get authors occasionally. Don't kill yourself doing it, but I think it's really neat when you can get the author to talk to us. You know, uh, and some of them will. Some of them want to know well, how many people? A thousand people? Okay, I'll do it. But some of them are out there. They're they're really good, like Blake Crouch and others that you've had. And we had, I think, Catherine George, Ruth Ann with Cleopatra or something. Anyway, I don't remember. Maybe I have her name wrong. They're they're around once in a while. I don't want to see it every month, but there are times when uh, it'd be great. So try to get Sue Grafton, please. Sue Grafton. Hmm. Uh, one of the people that we we looked at. Uh, was uh, or that I did was Lawrence Block because I I really enjoy his burglar books especially. 
until I read on his we- uh, website that he would be happy to do it for $5,000 plus uh, any other expenses that he incurs. So I, I thought maybe that wouldn't be in the budget. <laughs> definitely not. Yes, Alan, that, that definitely is the correct number. Um, and as far as authors, I, I have um, tried. We've, we've managed this will be our third, so that's pretty good. Some of them never respond. Some will respond um, and ask for some kind of honorarium, and we don't do that, so they lose interest really quickly. But, you know, those that do so far have been really interesting and fun, and um, so I'm, I'm sure we can keep trying to do that. Okay, I'm off to hear the end of the ball game, guys, but this is wonderful. Keep up the great. How long have we been doing this? It's, it's been fun. This is one of the uh, really good discussion groups, and I thank you so much. And again, Vicki, thank you for all your help. I think we started in 2009, didn't we? Beats me. Alan would probably know because he keeps better records on uh, on things like, like what we read and whatever. I don't even know when my banquet started. Oh, incidentally, just to remind you guys, banquet of books next Sunday. No, it's the second Sunday. This, this coming Sunday will be the first Sunday. You know, as I said that, I said, oops, that's wrong. It's in two weeks from today. Thank you, Mickey. And Vicki, you've done a wonderful job and hope that you'll come back and, and spend some time with us and come to banquet from time to time. And um, uh, thanks for all the hard work that you've done. I want to say thanks to Vicky too. And don't forget, uh, Journey Through History is on Tuesday. Bob's going to do it. I won't be there, but uh, uh, on Tuesday the 2nd, is, uh, we'll be broadcasting. Yeah, uh, I, I only started keeping my Excel sheet a couple of years ago, so I, I, I can't come up with when, when this thing started. But uh, thank you for all your your. Uh, uh, your efforts, Vicki. Uh, we have really enjoyed you, uh, your leadership, and uh, this is this is a great group. And uh, I thank everybody for their good comments today. I, I always enjoy our discussions, and uh, we'll keep on uh, trucking and uh, uh, picking books. And I think we'll, we can discuss the heck out of just about anything, whether people like it or not. But uh, 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 I enjoyed this group, and I'm looking forward to many more good discussions. So. Y'all, uh, thanks again for everybody's comments today. Y'all have a great, uh, a great evening and a great Labor Day. You too. But as as uh, Vicky said, if if you don't like a book, come anyway and tell us why you don't like it, because that leads to much more discussion. If everybody says, "Hey, this is a great book! Wow!" In Ten minutes, you're done. What are you going to discuss unless you really, you know, you you got to have things that you don't like about it to I mean people who like and people who don't and that that's uh, about the only way to keep a good discussion going in my opinion and Ginny without Mike said okay I like the whining um, since it was designed to create and I don't know what her last word was supposed to be so uh, but um, she thought the whining added to the story and <laughs> I just thought um, it was only fair to get her final remarks in there, too. So I will still be around um, and check in when when possible and when I've read something. And um, 
and I, I have to keep track of what everybody is doing here since you know since I feel that um, I helped get this going so uh, but I just have too many things coming up and uh, if if I could retire this year things would be different but I can't yet <laughs>